0: We would like to remind our listeners that- uh,
1: Hey! We would like to remind our listeners that the following program contains strong language, dirty humor, and mild violence, featuring special guest star Kieran Strange. Oh, uh, here's your microphone pack. Uh,
2: i better still be getting paid for this.
3: Andy, do you think you could turn off the TV and clean off the microwave? I think I found a mouse skull wedged under the turnplate yesterday.
4: Why the hell do you want me to do that? We never use the damn thing. Because it's a requirement. Oh, uh, who says? The law? Yeah, but since when do you care? As I recall, it was your mouse, not mine. You microwave Ronnie? I thought he'd escape and gotten run over. Yeah, and let me tell you, mice do not like being microwaved. He was convulsing and rolling around and trying to chew through the door, it was a whole thing. Of course he was! He was being flooded with radiation! And at the end of it, I still don't have a Hulk mouse. Ain't like a bitch. You murdered my mouse, you numbskull! You brought him to work in a flimsy cage with twisted bars and no locks for no apparent reason. There's about 50 ways in which I can't be held accountable. Uh, hey Mike? What now? Looks like we may need to start using that microwave again. What are you talking about? Check this out
0: a heating situation outside the churnies theater butter factory at the edge of cityville as a rally between the butter churners local 207 was responded to with a counter protest by the poppets popcorn production plant workers the two facilities who currently provide the popcorn and butter for almost 85% of the movie theaters art galleries museums and cultural events in the state were built neighboring each other in the same industrial estate for the sake of convenience and cost-keeping on transport. The Churney's workers' union announced its strike yesterday when it was revealed that the Cherney's CEO, Harry Spreadham, intended to cut employee salaries in the new fiscal year, as well as altering production policies and refusing to start producing the more efficient spray-on-butter announced last year. In response, the Poppets workforce has begun a counter-protest in an attempt to protect their interests in a quid pro quo industry. We go live to our reporter, Jake Glass, in the field with a member of the Poppets force, with absolutely no intention of speaking to the Cherneys Union for reasons involving no political bias at all. The thing is, popcorn almost needs butter to succeed. It's like a symbiotic
5: relationship, but without animals. I mean, we tried putting animal blood in, but we got health complaints. Excuse me? Never mind. You know what it is? It's like PB&J. If they don't produce their quota of butter, then the popcorn still sells, but it still decreases in value. If they don't work, we get cuts, and we can't work. If the butter goes down, we do too. Of course, that said, the butter strikers are really destroying themselves. I mean, who besides the mentally ill eats just the butter? What'd you say, you fluffy crunch fucker? Hey, calm down now. I'm just saying, popcorn isn't totally dependent on butter as a supplement.
1: Says who, ass clown? I wouldn't eat that salty shit dry if you threatened to murder me.
5: (laughs) Whoa! Easy there, yellow boy. I'm just... Did you hear what he said? He just called Jing Yellow! Hey, he called me. You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us, pal! Alright, you know what? Bring it on! You and your piscor goop can rot in hell.
2: Oh, it's on,
0: motherfuckers.
5: Revenge! Anarchy! And
6: violence for very little plausible reason.
4: I! The fuck did I just
0: watch? Here we have a short clip of the Churney's Union president, Norville Greenenbachin, leading the rally before the counter protest assembled less than an hour ago. What do we want? Spring on, on butter! When do we want it? Now. NOW! Where do we want it? In, in the injuries of the general, the general, general public! Eh, public.
4: Uh, it'll blow over. It ain't nearly
3: as good as the Printer Strike of 04. People died in that strike, Andy. Fifteen people
4: from paper cuts. You always did have a talent for finding the silver lining, Mikey. And more from ink poisoning. Oh, hey, look at that. Last delivery. Hey, KC! Andy,
7: my man! I got your popcorn here. And an extra box of butter containers. And like I told you last time, you can't use it to oil wrestle without inviting me. Hey, this stuff is marked to expire yesterday. Blame the printers if it bits you. They're still sore after 0 four. Wait, wait. Is this stuff safe to eat? Not as safe as it usually is. Just pick off any mushrooms if you find any. That stuff will kill your regularity worse than any bad Indian meal.
1: Excuse me. Can I get two tickets for the Montenegro job?
3: That's 13 bucks. Do you accept Just stick it in there. That's what she- That's what she said.
7: Ooh, you're getting slow on the draw there, Andy. (sighs) Yeah, well, not all of us can be paid to lift boxes and act like Queen's case. You're just jealous. So listen, this is my last delivery of the day, and the strikes are clogging my way back to the depot. Mind if I chill around here until it clears up? Fine by me. Just don't spook anyone. Hey, you know me. a copy of New Vogue and Rum and Coke on the hour, and I'm set for the day. Oh, you're in luck too. Today's one of Ray shifts.
4: You haven't
7: met him yet, have you? Ooh, a new guy? You've been holding out on me. Is he cute? Just don't scare him off, Casey. He's not used to your brand of friendliness. You still haven't gotten over that one time I hugged you from behind while you were working on the oil fryer, have you, Mick in the Mud? The second degree
3: burns on my wrists say no.
7: Alrighty. Well, you guys know where I'll be hiding.
3: <clears throat> Mick in the Mud? Eh, it's a high school thing.
6: Using it! Hey boys, what can I get you?
8: Hey, you. Uh. You got any Coke?
6: Only the best. How much you wanting? Give us like 20s worth. We're splitting it 10 each.
4: Yeah, sure.
6: Here you go guys. Don't use it all at once. <laughs> really, don't.
2: Yeah, thanks. <laughs>
6: I thought you were a hustler, Lee. Come again, Elise? You were a hustler. Now you're giving out coke baggies on the street corner. Slippery slope. I ain't no dealer, Ellie. So what was that just now? Oh, Jack's kitchen salts, that's what. (laughs) Still hustling then. Yeah, customers out here and in there are all the same. Only difference is, these ones are desperate enough to snort anything if it looks the right color. True, true. You hear about that strike? Casey's been hanging around because of it. I take it you don't like him? He has a habit of scaring away all my customers. And what's up with that hair of his? He looks like a troll doll with it all blue like that. He's just flamboyant. Pay him no mind. (sighs) Do you ever get tired, Elise? Tired of what? Just... this coming to work, selling popcorn to idiots, and cleaning up their waste at the end, only to come back the next day and start it all over again. My brother and I go home every day to the same house, the same crap on TV, and the same small talk over dinner. The same empty beds. The idiots I rip off seem to get less and less tolerable every time I leave the house. It all just seems pointless. Every day I get a little older and a little more exhausted. You really need to get laid. (laughs) Fucking right. If you're worrying about all that stuff, you can always talk to a counseling hotline or something. Right, as if I'd debase myself to calling some diamond-dozen dial-up shrink to try and sort out my problems. Those people have enough of their own, not to mention it's embarrassing to just talk about my life story with some total stranger. It's all anonymous. <sighs> Whatever. I'm done working out here on the sidewalk. It's too cold. I'm heading back inside. Gotcha. I gotta get back on the bar anyway, before Andy tries to swipe another beer on his ship.
0: It's becoming increasingly violent since the first Molotov cola bottle was thrown less than thirty minutes ago. As of yet, no agreement has been made between Harry Spreadham and the leader of the Churney's workforce, Norville Greenenbakken. Let's go live to the scene once again.
4: Richard, this scene is so ugly, I could slap a fake beehive wig, horn rimmed glasses, and about 50 pounds of cheap makeup on it, and then call it my former mother in law. It seems almost as though Cherny's employees have reached a sect like level of devotion, some going as far as to name Greenenbachen their one and only messiah. Corporate brainwashing, or simply psychotic loyalty.
0: We are not
1: worthy! We
0: are not worthy! (laughs) Ha-ha! <laughs> Real funny, guys! Let's, uh, let's, let's all calm down. Now. Okay?
4: Only one thing's for sure. The true victims of this horrible rally are those caught in the middle. And by that, I literally mean caught in the middle. I am referring, of course, to the workers at the delivery depot located directly in between these two production facilities, yet another cost-saving measure, who are also out of work for fear of assault from either side in this increasingly rampant display.
6: This shit is really getting out of hand. Is it just me? Or does everyone who doesn't work in the public domain have an IQ of a ten-year-old?
4: Don't question the writing. What? I said shit happens, Lee. You need a hearing aid or something? Just be glad it's
3: not happening near here. Just to be safe, though. Hey, Casey. What?
7: Come over here a second, will ya? What's asking me to do? It. What is it now? I was in the middle of a countdown on Lindsay Lohan's top ten biggest romance screw-ups. Looks like they left off the other seventy for another issue. Uh, enough with the Hollywood shtick. Spoil sport. Casey,
3: you can't go back to the depot at all until the protest shuts down. Didn't you hear? The crowds are
2: attacking your co-workers. Oh, it can't be that bad. Brothers! I beseech you! Bring down the heathenist transport scabs with our divine's blessed Molten Butter!
0: Praise Queen
7: Wow. That is the second largest volume of Molten Butter I've ever seen. Second? You don't want to know. Just stay out of
6: there, Casey. Going in there today would be suicide.
7: Ugh. All my stuff's in my locker, though. Uh, I'll go get it when the scene's cleared up. You may
2: be in for a little bit of a wait. What do you mean? We shall baptize the great Green and enemies in fire and cholesterol! Wait, what the hell are you doing? Oh god,
0: it's in my eyes. Andy, turn off the TV. Not the little fat. No,
2: no, <laughs> no!
0: Okay.
7: I'm gonna pretend I never saw that and go back to laughing at Lindsay and Wilmer Valderrama.
9: Give me one salt popcorn.
8: Right. Ugh, how can people eat this stuff? Four dollars. Sorry, sorry, sorry! Sorry, what the fuck are you sorry about? You aren't the one who delivered a shipment of expired popcorn and never left. I'm half an hour late for
0: my shift. I slept through my alarm and I woke up late. That must be why you look like shit. Encouraging. I had to sneak out of campus by hiding in a food truck.
8: People usually leave you alone if you carry a weapon. Invest in a Swiss.
0: But you don't carry a weapon, do you?
8: As far as the general public and NATO is concerned, I am a weapon.
0: Hey. Why does this popcorn smell like weak old Chinese
8: food? Ask your shadow.
7: New guy! What? (laughs) What?
8: Casey?
0: Raymond? Stop! Oh my god, get off of me!
8: Casey's our popcorn and butter delivery boy, and unfortunately, he's a hugger.
7: (sighs) Yeah, I noticed. Oh my god, you're adorable! The other said you were young, but you're just a little puppy. Oh my god. Personal space invasion! Personal space invasion! I'm not done hugging you. Drake, help me.
8: No one can help you now. Casey, that guy's drinking your rum and coke.
7: Oh, he can try. <laughs> Thank
8: you. You better get used to that. He comes in here a lot. Oh. Oh. Yay.
7: Drake, you faker.
8: Lay off the new kid, Casey.
7: we either ruin my fun, Drake. One day, you know, you and I are gonna... Get
8: <sighs> under the cover and stay there.
7: What are you talking about?
8: I said stay there, it's for your own good. Drake, it's fine, he didn't... Who are those guys? What the hell are they wearing? They're Cherneys workers. It looks like the strike has really devolved into some sort of messianic movement. This day just gets worse and worse. Have they modified their overalls into priest robes? Think like an ass, dress like an ass.
2: Heathenist theater workers! We come here not in violence, but in a mission of faith and salvation. Break free from the shackles of the puppet's devil. Burn the cardboard popcorn. Give us the agents of the depot that spread the puppet's filth for cleansing in hot butter, and swear your allegiance to the great Greenenbachin. Save your souls
4: now! Hey, Friar Schmuck, stop making a scene and get out of here before we call the cops.
0: Hmph. Just like a heathen dog to besmirch the word of the one true Norva when they hear it. Just like those pompous curs in the delivery dirt from the depot.
2: Fear not, Acolyte Jimmy. We can finish our mission here regardless of what these blasphemous dogs think. You too, we pray for you. Allow us to relieve you of the spawn of the Poppet's Devil. And we can be on our way.
8: How about you leave the popcorn alone, return to your damn workplace, and stop screwing up our economy over a petty argument with your boss? Then we'll give you this crappy, overbuttered shit when you buy it in an overpriced box like the rest of the cattle. You,
0: you swine. This is more important than pay cuts and spray-on butter. We have seen the light, and now we will spread the word, even if we have to
8: force you to listen. Don't give me that churchy preacher bullshit. This little sect of yours is nothing more than desperate peons looking for a figurehead and going overboard with it all religions. and Just like every other faith on this planet, you're already reaching the point where you impose your values and your creed onto other people through the economic and political systems that strangle the rest of the civilized world. Because you're too blind to see that your crackpot theology makes absolutely no sense and that no one gives a shit what or who you think is God this week. It's people like you who are bringing this world back down into the Dark Ages. You want to blindly obey some higher power because you think they have all the answers to your problems? Do the rest of us a favor and go back to work so you can obey the guy who put you on the payroll in the first place instead of bowing down to your union president because he has the upper body strength to lift up a megaphone and talk at the same time. Drake.
2: Hmm. Forget this place, Acolyte Jimmy. Judging by the smell of this popcorn, these filthy heathens will choke on it and their own ignorance. Their lack of faith in the one true Norbil will be their undoing.
0: Yes, Brother Perry. The delivery dog can't have gone far, though. His van's still parked outside. They'll have to come back to the depot at the end of the day. We can get him, then.
2: Precisely. We'll leave the curs to wallow in their own blasphemous filth. We mustn't let them deter us from our mission.
1: I just saw all of that, and I just want to say that today makes absolutely no fucking sense at all.
7: Can I get up now, Mr. Scary Man, sir? As much as I love being on my knees in front of you, my back's starting to hurt. Whatever. Did I ever tell you that I love it when you get all anti-theistic? The face you make from down there is so adorable and cuddly, like a pouting babe.
8: Religion is the plague on this planet, Casey. Placing your faith in idols and stories rather than your own two hands and waiting for a miracle to save your sorry ass. Swearing mindless complacency to something that may not even exist. You have to be a special kind of stupid to get so deep into it like those peons.
7: Hey, I appreciate the effort, but it's not cute anymore, frowny face.
8: Just... Back to your couch before whatever's in that magazine of yours stops being relevant.
7: Too late. It's all about Kim K.
8: Drake. What did you mean by all of that? I meant what I said. That's all you need to know, Raymond.
1: Um, excuse me, could I get some sweet popcorn with extra butter?
8: Four dollars. Butter this, Raymond.
0: I really don't think that's supposed to be this shade of green.
6: gonna call him. Not gonna call him. My life's not that fucked up. (gasps) The hell is up with you?
1: Uh, huh. butter. Uh, oh my. Uh,
6: Just for one minute. Just for one minute. Hello, thank you for calling call counselors. I'm your call counselor Chrissy. Uh, uh, Hello, Chrissy. You can, um, Call me Lee, I guess. Okay. How can I help you, Lee? I can just jump in then. I guess I just... I'm bored of my current situation. I'm 25 and I'm already in a rut. I can barely get out of bed to go to work in the mornings. And every time I do, it all seems to make less sense.
9: Well, what do you do for work? I'm,
6: um, self-employed. I guess you could say I work with people. Do you like the people that you work with? No, I can't. In my job, I can't let myself like any of the people I work with because it'll just make me feel bad to lie to them and cheat them of their money. That's all I do every day. Lie to people, trick them, and take their money.
9: What sort of industry do you work in? Um,
6: I'm in... I'm in banking and personal finances.
9: Ah, I get this one a lot. Independent financial consultants... Small bank managers, money lenders, all of them seem to have this issue. It's practically standard for someone in your industry. Be glad you're not working in the big banks. By now you would have been desensitized to all that. So at least you still got your humanity.
6: So what do I do? I can't keep going on this way. I just want to enjoy my job like I used to.
9: Just think back and focus on what you used to enjoy about your job. What made it so fun?
6: Honestly? I used to take satisfaction in ripping off the idiots that I worked with. It made me feel that much smarter than them. And what I earned felt like a reward for it. But now I don't get that buzz anymore. Fooling the fools just isn't as fun as it used to be.
9: You're much more honest
6: than most people in the baking industry, Lee. Well, I guess I've got nothing to hide. This is all confidential, right?
9: That's right. We even delete our phone records at the end of the fiscal month to make sure it's 100% private, provided no malicious, harmful, or unlawful activities are discussed. Great. I suppose it's like this. Kids in schools across the world fail at their best classes because they're too good at them. Everyone needs a challenge every now and then, just to keep themselves interested and emotionally involved. That's what I think the problem with you is, especially if people we work with are as idiotic as the ones I work with. I think that what you need is a challenge. Mental stimulation, in order to get the feeling of self-satisfaction back again. Open up your market to smarter clients with better business plans. Go into tougher areas of finance. Maybe even open yourself up to small businesses. Do you
6: work alone well with other people? I, um, I made my own business solo, but my facility is shared with another business. They have more employees, though. Any of them smart? Yeah, surprisingly. Okay, open
9: up a dialogue with them every once in a while. Try to make friends with them. Friends will always be able to stimulate you mentally with decent conversation, new opinions, and different views than anyone who comes in looking for financial advice. Make idiots your business and smart people your personal life. Perfectly honest, I can't stay on my job sometimes either. People keep calling on me with the most asinine problems. I can't figure out what to eat tonight. Should I stay or should I go? The guy who called me before you, he asked me if I could tell him where his car keys were. The only reason I could was because I could hear them jingling in his hand.
6: Against his phone. <laughs> well, I think I get it now. The only way I can handle the morons I have to work with is by dealing with the smart people on the other side of the coin.
9: Exactly. It's the same with everything in life. You have to have some variety. Even to the people you deal with every day. Otherwise, you'll lose interest in people altogether. And once that goes, so does the world to live.
6: Whoa. I'll admit... I was hesitant to call you, but this is great. Thanks a bunch. Part of the job, Lee. I'm glad I could make a difference. So, wait. Does that mean from your perspective, I'm the idiot customer? Have a nice day! <laughs> uh,
9: uh, 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 oh my. Oh, I thought something was off about that butter.
6: Don't blame this place. Blame the strikers who left their post for a protest.
1: Uh huh. Oh, God, I got it all in my hair.
6: <laughs> Here, let me help.
4: Oh,
1: thanks. <laughs>
6: oh, I must look a mess. Oh, everyone does when they get green puke in their hair. There. Just be glad you won't get salmonella from that stuff.
5: Ugh, oh,
1: they use salmon to make the butter?
6: <laughs> Never mind. I'll see you around. Yeah, uh, th- thanks for the help. No problem. Hey, Elise. I just swiped some chump's necklace. You wanna cash it in and get drunk sometime? Hell yeah! Drinking!
7: Drinking!
6: Girls only, Casey!
7: I know, I was celebrating drinking in general. Hey Casey, the crowds are clearing out. Oh, thank God. My stuff's back there and I'll be damned if I go home without it just because of some foodie too leather creamers getting their undies in a twist. You heading off then? Uh-huh. It was fun and all, but I have to get back there so I can get the hell out of there again. I'll call in tomorrow and say I'm sick. Sick of those robe wearing hoo ha's giving us delivery boys a bad time. I'll catch you on the flip side, Andy. Yeah, you still owe me a drink for jumping on all my jokes, Casey. I'll Skype you about it. You crazy party
0: people. Woof. He's completely insane, isn't he?
8: I don't know what the fuck that guy is, but it isn't normal.
4: Jesus. This stuff looks worse than it did this morning. Cherny's butter is a slippery slope, my man. Once it starts going bad, it don't stop until it's powder. Anyone who eats this stuff now is asking for two days worth of diarrhea and projectile vomiting. Hmm. Hey everybody, buttered popcorn, half price! You're one cruel, cruel son of a bitch, Andy. Yeah, well, whatever gets this stuff away from me making the mud. When push comes to shove, if the people at corporate had to choose between all this old popcorn getting left here, and a few customers blowing chunks in a dumpster, they'd open the dumpster for them.
2: I'll take two. Super-size
4: it! Ooh, gimme, give gimme, give gimme! Elise, you know what that stuff's gonna do to you.
3: Why are you paying to buy this poison?
6: I don't care, cheap food!
4: See? Magical, isn't it? Say something's worth less than it usually is and the sheep come to graze. Even Elise can't resist, and she can get it free.
3: Whatever. Just point them in the direction of the bathrooms as soon as someone starts groaning.
1: <phone rings> Hold on, I gotta take this. Hello? Hey, whoa,
4: whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on a second! Who said you could give the popcorn out cheap? Hey, come on, Larry. We gotta use up the last of the butter before it ends up developing intelligence and enslaving mankind. I mean, it's not like we're just gonna get any better stuff wheeled in here at any moment with that strike going on. Why are you staring at the door? It would usually be the part where Casey comes in with a big box of fresh butter right about now. Now. Right now. Now?
1: Now. (sighs) Andy, for the last time, this isn't some kind of scripted comedy show, okay? Casey's probably back at the depot now, or even home already. Larry, we have a problem. Whoa,
3: Mike. Sorry. What's up? I just got a call from Casey. He says he's back at the depot, but those Cherneys freaks from before were following him. He's been locked inside, and they're running a manhunt for him throughout the whole place. you got to be fucking kidding me. Today is just making absolutely no sense at all. Larry, we have to do something. These guys are nuts. They've already killed a bunch of the Poppets protesters and their own CEO.
1: son of (sighs) a... Ray, Elise, Caroline... Call the cops and tell them to head to the depot. Keep this place under control until we get back. Drake, get the bats and the tasers. You're with us. We're getting Casey out of there. Wait, what the hell? Why is Drake coming? He doesn't even like Casey. Heavy artillery. Now move it. We're taking your car, Mike. Got it.
0: Caroline, is Casey gonna be all right?
2: Relax, Ray.
6: He's got Drake and Larry on the way. He'll be safe as long as Mike can get them there in time.
0: <sighs> this is gonna be hell to explain to the boss. Oh, boy.
2: Oh, God! Wait! Not in the oil fryer!
1: Are you sure
3: it's this way, Mike? Positive. It's around here somewhere. I can't
8: believe we're doing this. Why can't we let the cops take care of it?
1: Because the cops won't get there in time, and because Casey is one of the few people that comes into that damn multiplex that's fun to talk to. So just hold on to that bat and swing when you have to.
4: Ease up a little bit, Drake. This should be right down your alley. Busting skulls, saving the damsel in distress, you'll be his knight in the armor.
8: People have died in this place today, Andrew. Running into a murder scene with little more to protect us than baseball bats and tasers is not something that should be down anyone's alley. Put that damn camera away before I throw it out the window just for five minutes. Just grow up and get serious.
4: Yeah, that's good, Drake. Embrace the anger. Get pumped up. Let me see those veins. <sighs> hey, my camera! You owe me a new camera, asshole. Worth it. Here, Mike, give me your phone. I'll lead Casey
1: to a safe point. We need as quick a getaway as possible if we don't want to run into any trouble along the way. <sighs> Pick up, pick up, pick up, please, pick up, pick- Casey! 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 You alright there? Not for much longer, Larry. These guys are chasing
7: me up and down this place. They've cornered me on the second floor and I can't get back down. I've had to fend them off with a tire iron. Don't worry, Casey.
3: There it is! Hold on tight!
4: Carefully you don't slip, guys. The ground over here is covered in butter. It's like an ice
8: rink. Mike, cover the doors. Taze anyone who comes out.
4: Casey, we're right outside
1: the front door. Talk to me, man. They found me, Larry. All the stairways are blocked. I'm surrounded and they're closing in fast. No, no, no. We can't be too late. There's got to be something. There has to be.
7: Yeah. Yeah, there is. You're standing right outside, right?
3: Yeah. Larry, what's he saying?
1: The faith, Larry. Casey. Casey! Casey!
4: Drake... Caught him. Oh my god.
7: Drake, you saved my life. <laughs> what you said before about trusting in our own hands instead of God's. I guess I can trust in your hands at the very least.
8: Don't get sappy on me, Casey. I was just under the right window. Way to kill the moment, dude.
1: Don't relax yet, guys. We're still not out of the woods.
3: Huh. Looks like the buttery ground is on our side. Kinda
4: kills the tongue when the bad guys can't even stand up, doesn't it?
8: Shut up and move. Let's get out of here before they start putting on snowshoes. That was close, huh? As
1: long as you're alright.
7: Nothing broken? I just jumped through a solid glass window, Larry. My arm's all cut up. But it's not so bad. I still came out of it
4: looking better than Madonna- Uh,
7: uh, Ow! Mm, I deserved that.
4: Yeah, he'll be fine. And it looks like all the crazies are being rounded up by the long,
3: slow arm of the law. We had best keep moving, then. I don't want to end up facing another police investigation after those robberies. Two cavity searches in one month is more than enough.
7: Jeez. This- This cuts the final tether, guys. I'm not going back there ever again. I'd be sending in my letter of resignation over email if my boss was still alive. First thing tomorrow, I'm updating my resume and going on a hunt for a new
1: job. (laughs) No, no you don't. At least take a few days to rest. You've just survived an attempt on your life. Your arm is full of glass. You're bleeding into the carpet right now. In my car, I might add.
7: Wait, your boss is dead? Yeah, I I guess you're right. Just. I don't care what you're going to say, Drake, but you really did
8: save my life, so thanks. I owe you. So where's all that super important stuff you went in to pick up? Shit.